This is the EWN Podcast Network. When life and business is chaotic, it is hard to see the beauty that comes from it. But I'm here to tell you, you are not alone. I am your host, Ashley Stone, and I am your chaos coordinator. I believe there's always a message in the mess we can experience in our personal lives and in business. So join me on the journey of running multiple businesses, self-caring it up, and designing a life for my family. This won't be just my story. It will be the many stories of remarkable women that have inspired me and will inspire you to discover the beauty behind the chaos. Hey beauties, my name is Ashley Stone and I am your host for Beauty Behind Chaos. And today I am here all by myself recording this episode on the fly, in the moment, having these moments of inspiration and I'm just like, oh y'all, I'm going to come in this moment and start recording. So it's been a bit since I have actually done a recording by myself. I've been having guests on and I've really been loving that style of bringing this show to life because I'm kind of navigating, you know, what is beauty behind chaos? I know what it means for me and what I hope to bring to everyone else. But as it kind of goes along, I'm also kind of learning and being vulnerable and navigating things myself, right? Like I'm in my chaos and navigating the the beautiful moments. And within that, having guests has really been extra special because it's allowed me that space to kind of figure out how I want to come and be a guest on my own show and how I want to show up to this. So initially my thought was when I was going to do this show, I wanted to do every other episode of Me By Myself almost reflecting on the episodes we have when we do have guests, which would be every other episode as well. And then on those episodes, I would come back and reflect or share the stories or share, you know, the things that were relatable to the topic prior and bring kind of my piece to it and um, tie in stories in my entrepreneurial journey or my life, so on and so forth. And that's how I would kind of intertwine everything. But the reality is when you start anything, it's not always going to be what you maybe think it's going to be or however you might envision something. And sometimes you got to just let that be. If I overthought that, if I kind of tried to stick to that plan or that idea that I had initially, to be honest, um, I probably would have had to pause. I would have had to stop. I probably would have fell off track with my schedule of what I wanted to do. And on top of that, I would have potentially missed opportunities to sit down and interview or meet with um, some really dope women because schedules just didn't allow for time to wait, right? Or, you know, we would record and and I'm like, I don't want to sit on this conversation for weeks before the every other pattern is the right alignment for this one episode. Like, I want to share it now. So one lesson in that is to know that whenever you're starting anything is to know that you kind of got to be flexible and you kind of need to come at something at least with a loose idea of what you want to do and what you want to create. But give the space and energy to allowing that to also create and and grow along the way. Um, What I find often is that when people are so set on their vision or it has to be this way or I need to plan every little thing and I need to have this in place before this can happen. In my experience, to be honest, when people do that, 
they don't actually get it done. They don't actually make things happen. And before you know it, you see someone else doing it and you're like, oh, that was my idea. That's what I was going to do. And it's like, but did you do it? Did you take action? Did you move forward? Did you try? And it's oftentimes that answer is no. And instead, you are still stuck in the planning phase or wanting things to be perfect and realize that you didn't actually execute and you didn't get it done. And so that's a lesson in all things in life and business, um, specifically in business for sure, because um, so many times we're so afraid to start. We don't know how or we think all these things have to be in place. And I'm literally here to tell you in my moments of all of these things that I'm doing and within these episodes, nothing is in place. Nothing just except for the microphone and and not always even the audio correctly, but we make it work and we still just come to the table and we get it done. And at the end of the day, that is what is most important is showing up and getting it done. So with that said, I'm actually sitting at home today. It's a very cold day outside and I was in my studio and I was going to record a podcast. I had a guest on today, um, but she was unable to make it. And then I came home, y'all, because it is cold outside and I'm in my house getting comfy and I'm just like, you know what? There was just some really good conversations that happened this morning and I'm just kind of like, I have these moments of like really solid inspiration and thoughts. And I'm talking through things with my husband and I'm like, oh, that's a word for somebody. Like that is information. I need to figure out how to bottle up and get it out. And he's like, uh, your podcast. And I'm like, oh, oh yeah, there's that. So I was just like, you know what? Let me go grab my equipment. Let me go upstairs. Let me tuck away in my house real quick and let's record an episode. So y'all welcome to that moment with me right now. That's what we about to dig into. So this morning, I had a meeting with someone and um, we connected over like through Facebook, through social media. I connect with a lot of women through social media. And a big thing for me when it comes to social media, a lot of people use social media in a way to kind of like, you know, at times share their highlight reel and and their their things that they're doing and they're over here and they're doing that and, and they're on vacation and here's their kiddos and and all that. And for me, I, I do that, but I, I don't. I don't do it in that way. And so for social media, for me, it's my way of how I build relationships. And when I build relationships and grow my network, like you're only one person, right? You can only be so many places. You can only do so many things. And for me, what I've learned is to maximize um, my ability to show up and to also share who I am and what I'm about and what I do. Um, I use social media to do that. And so that can sometimes be in all my highs and that can sometimes be in all my lows and I keep it real. Um, and it's, it's a journey and I love to document the journey and being an entrepreneur, y'all, if you're not documenting your journey, you're really missing out on opportunities to learn from yourself and learn from your mistakes and, and the things that you're doing, um, along the way. But at the same time, the dope thing about documenting the journey is you never know who's watching on the other side and either being inspired by what you're sharing or like can feel it and, and, and they're experiencing it too. And that creates a relatability. And like that is the power of social media. We have the ability to use these, um, these platforms to be able to create 
a maximized opportunity to relate to people. And if you're putting things out that, um, you know, aren't really uh, real to who you are, then you might be attracting the wrong person or that person's maybe coming and looking at your your um, content or your platform um, for different reasons. And for me, like I need to show up in my whole self everywhere and anywhere that I am. And social media was that opportunity for me to do that. But that that actually brought like a lot of um like a lot of vulnerability. It really tested um me in a lot of different ways. And in the vulnerable aspects where I have been vulnerable on social media, I can't tell you how many times I was vulnerable or I put myself out there or I said this thing and then I was like, boop, take that back. Like, and that was either from learning a lesson of just like, girl, not everybody needs to know how you're feeling about this. And like, really, this feeling is fleeting. So like check yourself. Or it was like, oh my gosh, I feel too vulnerable. Like this feels like it's like standing somewhere naked. And you're just like, I'm not ready to share this yet. Let me, let me just take that back. Just kidding. Um, and I've done that, but then there's times I've let it stay. And it's just like, this is real. This is what I'm feeling, or this is what I'm experiencing. And I'll do my best to navigate, you know, the right words. And I'm never, you know, I never want to be disrespectful to anybody else's situation, but I just have to be real and authentic to who I am and what I'm experiencing. And sometimes that can range, um, especially when you own businesses and um, when you're just navigating life and then family life, right? And so I love to show up that way on social media. So if you don't follow me already, check me out on Facebook, Ashley Stone Hernandez. That's actually my personal Facebook. I only add women on there. If you're a guy that's on my Facebook, I really only add you if I know you Um, or like I know you through business and then you go into like my restricted public only bucket. Um, Yes, I have buckets on social media on Facebook. I highly, highly recommend it. So that's that's a little tip. Um, some people have fan pages. Some people have um, groups and profiles, like personal profiles. And that's always a question um, for how I use my social media. But I like to use my personal Facebook. And the way that I set up my personal Facebook is really there's different buckets. Like there's you know, your friends and then there's your friends, but restricted and restricted means they only see your public posts. And typically my public posts are only business related, um, or like something in the realm of like what I do with my artistry or or things like that. And then personal are maybe my personal thoughts on something or, um, a picture of my, my daughter or, something on vacation, that kind of thing. So I highly recommend that because it's a great tool to build relationships with people. Um, it seems like depending on your age, um, certainly in, in, in your target market, um, for me, I don't necessarily use my Facebook to target people. I more so use my Facebook to relate to people and I want to relate to people more in my age bracket. So like you won't really catch me too much on TikTok because for me, I just don't I don't find a lot of things always relatable on there. I dabbled in TikTok. I love their video tools, but I just don't know sometimes if that's like the space where people will relate to the things I'm sharing. Um, Whereas like Facebook seems like just that place where people could relate to the things that I'm sharing. And then when I am connecting with people, they're usually like in their late 30s, 40s, 50s. And that's kind of where that's kind of who hangs out on Facebook these days. So let's, let's be honest. Um, but it's also a great platform for for various things. And it also can be, um, like all social media, um, something that you have to be mindful in how you use it. And then also how you don't let it trip you up. Because um, there's been many of times I've like 
been on social media and scroll and it got me in my feelings. And I was just like, oh, I don't like that. Or I felt some type of way. And social media has been infamous for that these past couple of years. Um, so that's something also to be aware of and mindful that if that's something you're experiencing, I, I know I hear people a lot sometimes like I'm taking a social media break or, um, you know, they're feeling some type of way. And like, kudos to you if you realize that or recognize that within yourself. But then it's just like, you know what, but maybe it's just you need to stop following that one toxic person. Or maybe you need to just like put them in a bucket so they don't fo- like show up on your newsfeed. Um, I tend to, uh, the way that I use Instagram is actually what I do with Instagram is kind of cool because I'm not much of a newsfeed scroller. Um, but I can be sometimes on Instagram because I love like looking for inspirational things. I love artistic, um, photography and, and stuff like that. So when I'm in a space where I kind of need that, um, Instagram is actually my spot. So I follow specific accounts that are in relation to the things that I want to be inspired by. So whether that's like the hashtag women who lead or women empowerment, um, I have this one Instagram that literally I only follow extremely inspirational women related things. And so I log into that account. And so when I catch myself scrolling, I literally log into that account and I scroll there because there's nothing like, like the subconscious mind and what you are allowing yourself to see and be around and hear and take in can absolutely affect you in so many ways. And I can tell you that every time I log into that account and I catch myself scrolling, I'm back in the zone. I'm fired up and it's like inspiring me for some other type of content that I'm going to create and then now inspire another woman. So it becomes this like domino effect, right? And so it's really important to, you know, be mindful of that and then surround yourself by the things that you need or that you're trying to obtain, um, which kind of leads me to this conversation of where I'm like, oh, I want to, I want to talk about this on my podcast. And so my husband's like, yeah, so then talk about it. And I'm like, oh yeah, let me go do that. So here I am Um, because social media is super powerful. And so I wanted to kind of just like preface with all of that with social media and and also say that my my social media network has really been my network not only – in on social media, but also in real life. And so what you guys will hear are a lot of guests that come onto this show um, are people I either know in real life um, and gotten to know and just think they're really dope and people that honestly I've been really wanting to connect with and follow on social media and think like, wow, the stuff that you put out is so dope. I got to have you on here. I want to know you more. I want to meet you in real life. And so I do that a lot. I go on like little coffee chats with people and I get asked a lot to do the same. People reach out to me on social media and they're like, hey, I want to grab a coffee. I want to pick your brain. I want to like, you know, have these conversations because I think what happens with women is that we are all kind of yearning for that. Like we're all kind of looking for that connection of where like wanting someone to understand where you're at in a space. And at the same time, we're not willing to be vulnerable to put ourselves out there to say we're in that space right now. Right. And so let me get, let me 
my foot falling asleep. Um, so, so what happens is what, like what happens y'all, we attract the wrong conversations or, you know, we get back what we don't always need. Um, and we don't get surrounded by those right people that we want to, to connect with. So it's definitely very vulnerable when you say, okay, I, I see what this person is putting out there. And now like, I want to hit them up and see if we can connect. Cause I'd love to see, you know, what we could either do together, learn together, or maybe they could help me out. And so I do get a lot of those messages. Um, and I will say, here's the thing. I, I actually met with someone this morning and it was someone I connected with originally through Facebook. And I will say this, I don't always say yes to some of those situations um, because I only have so much so much time. Same, same thing with everybody. Um, but I think there's a way that when you show up for when you when you put yourself out there and you do need help or you reach out and you you want to pick someone's brain, you want to ask questions. I think what's really important for people to know is like being aware and mindful of people's time. And and also a lot of questions that people ask sometimes, they're not very like easy answers. And they're sometimes more involved than just being like, I'm going to give you a quick one sentence and here's your answer. It doesn't work like that with anything. And so realistically, you're almost kind of setting yourself up for, um, you know, almost like failure in, in the aspect of like, truly, you're not going to be able to get what you hope to get out of it. And you might be left with disappointment. And I know that there's been times I've gotten messages and I struggle with that because I want to respond and I don't want to disappoint the person. But at the same time, I got to be honest and keep it real and just be like, wow, that's one, you didn't really respect my time at all. Or two, like, I really can't do this, you know, for everybody. And I don't mean this in a bad way, but like, it's all in how you approach things um, is, I guess, the where I'm going with that. And so there have been times where um, I'm not a big fan of the word pick your brain. <laughs> Just saying. So if you ever message me and, and say, I want to pick your brain. Um, I don't even know what that means. I'm just kind of like, okay, uh, okay. I don't know what that means. And that could mean so many things. And instead, like, it just also makes me feel used. It makes me feel like my time is not valuable and like you just kind of want to dig around and get what you can out of me. That's kind of maybe why it feels kind of yucky to me. I, I never liked that word. Um, and honestly, in, in my entrepreneurial journey, there were many times I had questions and I had this one experience. Um, you know, let's dive into that real quick. I had this one experience. It was um, with a very well-known investor. His name was Mark Cuban. And I got the opportunity a couple of times to uh, message with him and he responded and he said something to me that was just like, you know, I, I, it was years ago, so I couldn't even tell you like the exact words, but I'll tell you the context, which is basically like, I mean, he's a busy dude, obviously, but it's like, what is your direct question? Like, I don't even know like what you're even saying right now. Like, what is the direct question that you have? And I thought I was asking a direct question, to be honest, in fairness. But at the same time, I was even kind of like, I don't, I don't, I don't really know if this is even the right question I want to be asking. So, and I think maybe he felt that because I wasn't clear. It was very like broad. And it's like, if I only have one question, I don't know, I'm just gonna like throw this net, right? And it was just like, no, what is like directly, like you specific. Do you have a specific problem, a specific thing? Get real specific because if you're not specific, 
when you have the moment and time to ask that direct question, if you're not specific, that person that's standing there that's willing to answer, they're going to feel like you don't respect their time. And if you don't respect my time, I actually really don't care to help you. And I felt so bad. Like I was just like, oof, that was hard, 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 hard to hear. But he was very actually really kind about it afterwards and was like, get specific and circle back. And I was like, wow, what a blessing. I'll be able to kind of like get clear and come back to this person and ask these questions. And actually, true story, he answered questions for me over the course of two years. So he had this app. It was called Cyberdust. And basically, Cyberdust was when you sent a message to someone. It's kind of like Snapchat. This was before Snapchat. And you would send the message and then it would disappear. And it only had like 10 seconds and then it would go. So you really had to be like conversational and quick. It couldn't be these long drawn out things. And so that was kind of the concept of the app. And it was in beta. And I was one of his beta testers. And so I had many opportunities to kind of like reach out and chat with him. And like that advice right there, I never forgot about that. And now it's funny being in a position where I get asked for advice or, you know, people want to pick my brain, that's when I think of that moment. And it's like, I don't know how to say it so directly he does, but at the same time, I'm like, oof, I don't like that word. So like my best advice, whether it's like reaching out to, if you, if you follow me and, and you're intrigued by the things that I do, like just get real specific. I love to answer questions, but at the same time, it's like, like, respect people's, you know, time boundaries and abilities. Um, because especially if there's lots of questions, imagine Mark Cuban, I I could only imagine that a lot of people reach out to him, but, um, I loved how humble he was and how like, like I, I'll never forget that feeling of looking at him thinking he was so, um, such a well-known person and also such a humble and very nice person. And I never forgot that about him, like that he always took that time. And he, I read a book of his one time and it said in his book that if anyone emailed him, he responds to all of his emails. And that's kind of how this kicked off literally was, um, I read that and I was like, yeah, Rory, it's probably his assistant. And then like, I messaged him, I emailed him and then, um, I mean, it took some time and I got a response. And then I found this like opportunity to be a beta tester with his app. And that from there, I realized he was also on the app. And, you know, I was like, I wonder if he would respond here. And child, I messaged that man every day. And probably about seven to eight days later, um, who am I kidding? It it was, I know exactly how many days it was. It was eight days later. Um, he responded. And then from there, I mean, y'all, it was, it was just pretty dope. I was so impressed by that. Um, and the fact that he had given me advice along the way was pretty, 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 um, amazing and just an incredible experience. And with that, I have a picture to prove it because, uh, there was a pitch event that I had gone to in Vegas and I didn't make it to the stage. I got cut right before the stage, but he was one of the judges and, um, I hit him on Cyberdust, and I was like, Oh man, I was just about to go up there and pitch. And like, I got cut right before that round, but I'm like here in Vegas, like it would have been awesome to meet you. And while, while I'm in the audience, literally watching on stage as he's sitting on stage, um, he pulled out his phone out of his pocket and looked at it. And I'm like, I'm sitting there with one of my friends and I'm like, oh my gosh, is he like, and at, 
realistically, like this whole time, I was getting made fun of a lot. Like, you're not really talking to Mark Cuban. You're actually talking to like his assistant. Like everybody was convinced by that. And so in that moment, when I saw him pull out his phone, I was like, y'all, he just pulled out his phone. What if he's reading my message right now? And they're like, no way. He actually, it's actually been him. And I was just like, oh my gosh, what if he responds? And I kid you not, y'all, he responded like 30 seconds later. And he was like, where are you? And I was just like, hold up. Oh my gosh. So I like, now mind you, this is like seating room only in this room. And I was about like three tables away from the stage. And I was just like, semi trying to stand like I'm right here, I'm right here. And he was, um, he was on stage and like literally I respond back and I'm like three tables to the left back over here. And I like try to describe where I was. I'm like, I'm going to try to stand. And so he looked back at his phone and I'm like, oh my gosh, he is reading this right now. And so I slightly stood and like, he literally like slightly stood too, looked over right in my direction and then sent me like a little wave when he saw me. And I was like, shut up. I knew it. I knew it's been him responding this whole time. So we were like literally freaking out. It was just so crazy. And then, um, he actually messaged back and he was like, hang around after this pitch and then, um, I'll come out. And once everybody kind of clears out and I was like, okay, so I did and he came out and it was just it was just so crazy y'all. He and he took a picture with me and he was just like keep doing what you're doing. Like keep hustling, keep going. You're going to do this and like whatever. And I was just like oh my gosh, this is real. So so I will never forget that experience and so no matter my my successes in life, no matter what I accomplish, I am so appreciative when people admire the things that I've done in any capacity and when they reach out. So it's it's definitely a hard space when they reach out in the same way I did to Mark Cuban and they go, and they don't have a direct question, it's all over the place and they just want to pick my brain. I'm like, I don't have the heart to respond the way Mark Cuban responded to me, but at the same time, I just want to like shake them and go, no, like what's the direct thing that you need help with? And um, that's, I guess, part of our problem, right? As women, like we don't want to be disrespectful or we don't want to say something wrong or, you know, because then you're going to be perceived as like, oh, she's such a bitch or she's, she's this or she doesn't, you know, she thinks like this or she acts like this or she thinks she's too good, right? That's, <laughs> that, that's a big one. Um but in all reality, it's like you really only have so much time. And some of these questions are like really broad scale questions. So out of respect for anybody that ever asks a question, I want nothing more than to give a direct answer. But sometimes it's hard to. Sometimes it's not always easy. And so that kind of leads me into um, some of the conversations that I was talking about with my husband. Is just like, you know, sometimes – I feel like I really feel called to go into like coaching and consulting and Beauty Behind Chaos is really a platform for me to um, share these real experiences and my journey because it's it's hard to just say, oh, do this and make sure you do that and don't forget about this. Because even for me, like what comes natural to me or things that I've learned over the years, I don't really realize what's valuable information for someone else um, to hear. And for me, my natural way of doing things is like, let's just talk. And in that, nuggets will come through for somebody. And what will hit will hit. You might listen to this episode and you're going to get so much knowledge from it. And then some people are going to listen to it and go, yeah, I don't relate to that. But um, episode two, whoo, girl, that hit. So that to me is like this podcast is that opportunity for me to just share those various moments, these stories, 
And I encourage you to listen to as many as you can because even if it's not something, you know, if, if you read the description, if you read the title or you know the person that's that's being interviewed or whatever the case may be, like whatever hits for you in that moment, like take what you need. Um, but know that these are always going to be episodes that I hope that you can circle back to, listen to again and pull something else away or keep on listening and keep on, you know, learning and hearing these different things. You don't know what's going to hit. You don't know what's going to be the the piece of advice that you needed in that moment or something that you go, hmm, I might, I might have to take that in, make a note about that and circle back to that conversation. Um, because that's, that's how you learn. That's how you really have these like real big takeaways is just in these conversations and kind of just like, you know, seeing what comes through and what hits and you'll know, like pay attention to that gut, pay attention to the things. Like if you just keep having that thing gnawing at you and you're like, Oh, I know something's here. Like I just know it. I don't know why I'm looking over here. I don't know why I'm listening to this, but I know there's something here for me. Listen to that. That is 1000% accurate. Um, there is something and you just need to root it out. You need to dig up and you need to discover what it is. And sometimes it's not going to be blaringly obvious. Okay. Sometimes it's just a little ping in your gut. And how often do we not listen to that? How often do we actually ignore that? And so I'm here to tell you, listen to that ping, listen to that gut feeling, Get really clear and specific if you have a question. And if you're not really sure and you can't figure out those specifics, but you're just like, I want to learn, then be open to really learning and knowing that one question is not going to give you your answer. It's actually going to take a lot more work than that. And it'll take a lot more listening and leaning in and trying and taking action specifically um, and just getting out there and doing it, like practicing what you want to do. Realistically, that's what it is. It's practicing. I'm practicing podcasting. If y'all haven't listened, I mean, this is my 14th episode, I think. Um, I'm losing track, which is early in the game. I'm already losing track. But um, but if you go back and listen to my first few episodes, y'all, I it took me forever to start because I was just like, I'm not ready. I, like, I don't know what I'm going to talk about. I don't know. I can't sit and just talk to myself. Like, how am I going to do this? And so, of course, I had every question and every doubt because it's easy. It's so much easier to doubt than it is to, um, to dig in. Oh, I like that. So much easier to doubt than it is to dig in. Oh, girl, that's a word. Dig in. Don't doubt. Just jump in. That just made me think of no diggity, no doubt. All right. So um, so yeah, so we're gonna we're gonna start digging in. We're gonna start taking action. We're gonna start being around the conversations we need to be around and surrounding ourselves with the people we need to surround ourselves with. It is a learning process and it is a lifestyle. Okay. I say this a lot when it comes to entrepreneurism and all of these things that I get myself involved in. It is a lifestyle for me. It is a way of life. And it's so ingrained in me to do a lot of the stuff that I just jump in and go do. It's because it's it's now so natural. It's just how I operate, right? And so it can be scary. It can be difficult. You might not know what, where, how, who, when. But honestly, you won't know any of those answers anyways until you just start doing something anything, even if it's just taking a little baby step, that's where, you know, huge things can happen is taking small steps 
every single day in the direction of what you want to be doing. And if you're not taking any steps at all and your only steps are planning and preparation, then realistically, those plans and preparation are going to be so invalid by the time you actually start, they're not even going to be relevant anymore. And that's kind of the thing is like entrepreneurism and starting a business and doing anything of substance, it's always ever changing. It's always evolving. It's always growing. It's always morphing and changing, right? And so how do you catch that if you're stuck in the planning phase until you and or you find that you spent all this time planning and then you got into it and you're like, oh my gosh, this is not what I expected at all. And either you don't like it or you don't want to do it because, you know, in your mind, your dreamed up idea and dreamed up plan, it should have went like that. And so instead it looks like this and you're just like, I'm not prepared for this. I'm only prepared for what I prepared for, right? But that's the thing. You never will be prepared. You never will be. And in the way of knowing how you can be prepared is by having the ability to shift, pivot, jump in, start, and be ready for anything. Really, truly. And, and I, think you can, I think you can plan high level. I'm a high level planner. I'm a um, calculated risk taker. That's what you need to kind of embrace um, when it comes to owning a business or entrepreneurism of any kind. I mean, I can speak to those topics specifically because that is literally what I do. I create businesses um, and I've done so over the course of 20 years. And I have started, I have stopped, I have excelled, I have failed, I have, I have done everything in between. And these are all things that are just core, core aspects to just your mindset. Um, so just knowing that. So the conversation I had this morning, um, I ended up meeting someone uh, for coffee. And part of the reason why was she reached out two ways. One was um, she actually was working on a project herself. And she wants to build this like uh, community of women that are just powerhouses and that, you know, have this community and, and get together and and can share in thoughts and, and workshops and stuff like that. And um, woman after my own heart, because that's, you know, what I would hope to do. And some people in some instances would hear that and go, well, I'm doing that too. I'm not going to connect with you. And that was like the last of my thought. It was just like, oh, dope. We could probably align. Like that was, and I'll tell you, that's growth, girl. That is growth because I can't tell you in the past, if people would have reached out to me in that same capacity, I'd probably been like, mm, excuse me, I'm doing the same thing. Um, I'm not going to talk to you. And people do that. And so don't ever be threatened by someone looking to do something similar. They're always going to do do it different than you because you are you. And um, you will have your own ideas and, and whatever. But in my mind, I was like, oh, this could be a great, you know, synergistic thing. Cool. So um, so that was kind of one aspect. And then she uh, also purchased a lipstick from me and um, a woman up sweatshirt, which I, I posted on my my Facebook. And that's the power of social media. I, I posted a picture with a selfie in a sweatshirt that said woman up. And I had my red lipstick um, for my lipstick line. And um, I was selling sweatshirts. And so she had purchased one of those. So it was like kind of like a twofer. She she reached out and told me about this really dope uh, community she wanted to create. And then she also purchased two items for me and she lived locally. So um, I was just like, let me give these to you in person. Like, come on by my building. So she came on by 
And uh, with that, we actually ended up talking for like two hours. And um, in that, it was pretty it was pretty interesting because she comes from a corporate background. And I 100% am the polar opposite of a corporate background. And um, she had admired a lot of what I did on the entrepreneur side. And on my side, I kind of admired a lot of the, the stability of what she had, she had created um, on her side. And so it's funny, you know, how when you see other um, people and, and what they admire and, and the things that they um, do, you don't realize, like I'm even, I'm just as guilty. Like I have imposter syndrome like a mother. If you've never heard of imposter syndrome, I have those moments with with imposter syndrome where it's like, I almost, you know, not that I'm not worthy of the things that I've accomplished, but um, I definitely don't like um, think of them as as something that someone would look at and be like, oh my gosh, I'm, I admire you. You know what I mean? Even though people have said that to me, I'm just kind of like, oh, okay. And then I kind of like hover back and just get back into my bubble and like keep working and doing my own thing. Um, and so sometimes when it comes to, when I do go get asked to, to speak at something or, or put a workshop together, I'm just like, what am I going to talk about? Like, why are people like, are people even going to care what I have to say? And, and that's like imposter syndrome. Cause it's like, girl, you've kind of done a lot of stuff that, you know, would be valuable for someone to learn from or, or know. And, um, the second that you don't step into that, you're almost like robbing, um, you're almost robbing people of being able to experience, um, and learn that knowledge, which is what I'm all about. Um, sorry about that. I always do this. I always record and I forget to turn my phone off. Um, (laughs) let me do that right now. Turn off. And I have to talk to my phone to turn it off. Turn off. It's like, no, I'm trying to call you. <laughs> I don't even, I'm connected to all my businesses. So unfortunately, if no one answers the phone, it goes to me. But I don't always answer because I can't. But my phone is complicated and it doesn't let me turn it off without me. Turn off. Turn off. Yes, you should turn it off. Thank you. Um, welcome to my podcast, Raw and Uncut. We don't edit these things out. This is real. Um, so yes, going back to what I was saying, um, imposter syndrome is something I definitely struggle with. And then at the same time, um, it's women that kind of come forward and put themselves out there and go, I'm inspired by what you're doing or they like it or they comment or they, you know, give feedback or they, you know, say some kind of inspirational stuff back. That stuff is so awesome when people do that because not only does it like go, okay, people are interested in what I'm sharing or maybe make, let me, let me make more information available or how can I put this together? So when I know specifically, you know, where I could serve and where I can show up and how I can show up. Um, that is so, and that's insightful information and that's why it's important to put yourself out there. And that's why it's important to, um, to just start and see what happens. And when people start reciprocating and they start giving you that feedback and you start having these conversations, you can kind of develop yourself. You can develop your business. You can, um, kind of navigate the things that you need to navigate to keep improving and keep getting better at what it is that you want to do. And so that is just something for me, I was just like, oh man, that that's a thing I'm even navigating. And I'm navigating that like in real time as I 
continue to share my story and use social media as a platform. Um, And the more that I'm showing up in my own light and confidence in that, y'all, the more women that show like show up back and reciprocate. And so that's kind of the the meeting that I had this morning kind of was a result of that. And um, it was just really dope. And she was like, I don't want to sound like a stalker. Like I look at all your stuff and I'm so inspired. And I was just like, that actually like inspires me back. So like I appreciate so much um, when I do hear that because I'm just like, okay, girl, keep showing up, keep sharing, and um, keep navigating the space of what you want to do with Beauty Behind Chaos and what you want to do with your life and next steps um, because there's definitely 20 years of value and experience um, as an entrepreneur but also as a woman and as a mother and as a person that has navigated a lot of different things in life. And through that, I've learned so much, and I think at times I – minimize um, the value of experience and knowledge that I might have that might help the next person. And I hear that little ping. I hear that little gnawing little bit that we tend to not always listen to, but I'm learning to listen to it where it's like, there is more here. There is more here that you need to share. And that's not even just with my own story, but just what I see in other women and how, how, Actually, people have showed up and seen me is the same thing that I feel like I want to do is show up and see others and say, girl, come on my podcast. We got to share this. We got to talk about this and start having these real conversations because it's just so invaluable to just sit at a table and just grab a mic and just start just recording and just have a conversation. And what comes from that is truly just real and raw moments that are going to meander. It's going to be, you know, hardships. It's going to be the chaos. And then it's going to be the triumphant moments and the successes and the laughter and, and, and all of the in-betweens, right? And so that for me is what every episode um, should represent and, and definitely what I'll continue to strive to do. And so that is why every episode so far really has been me just like, let's just hit record. And it's, been more so with me with a guest than it has me but been been me by myself. Um, but again, if I stuck to that notion of like every other episode has to be this way, then honestly that those like organic, really great moments, um, even for myself to learn, wouldn't have come through. So make sure you always have that space to be able to allow for some flexibility in your planning. So I'm not saying don't plan at all, but definitely, you know, it's always a high-level plan in my my world. That's what I, I like to call it. Like I have a loose-based, high-level plan. Um, I see the bigger vision, but sometimes I don't always see like the direct path to get there, but I know that this thing over here could help and this thing over here could help. And and then now I got to do the work to connect the dots. And sometimes doing the work to connect the dots is just showing up every day, doing just a little something every single day. And so with that too, um, one of the things – I made a note here. Um, when when we were talking earlier <laughs> – y'all, I just did that. I just turned my phone off and, and reached back out for my phone to then read a note off of it. But my phone is off. I'm going to leave it off. Um, and I'm going to have to do better with writing notes in my notebook. Um, but just talking about – let's see. Let me see if I can remember it. I made a note about um, 
investing, investing in yourself. Um, oftentimes we don't invest in ourselves. I'm new to um, the whole idea of like having coaches. Um, mentors, I think, are are vital. Um, I think mentors can definitely bring out um, this like kind of accountability. Um, but investing, investing in whatever it is that um, you know that you need to push you to show up. So for some people, it's coaches. For some people, it's um, you know, workshops for some people, you know, workshops to me are like homework. I actually enjoy workshops a lot because I love when there's like homework, like give me a worksheet and a thing to do. Um, because otherwise if I just have like a blank notebook, I'm just going to scribble a ton of notes and I'm probably not going to come back to it and read it. But if you give me something that's like, you know, a process and like a, like a thing I can work on. And then, um, to me, I'm going to register that so much differently. And I like, really enjoy homework. I don't know why. Um, but that's just kind of like how I am. So whatever that is for you, um, you know, know that like whatever it is that you're not that good at and you need to be challenged, um, what is it that's going to make you accountable? What's going to keep you staying challenged and, um, following through and consistency. Um, for me, when I was, I attempted, uh, coaching at one point, and honestly, y'all, I'm I'm not good with with coaches. I tried. It was a very expensive route for me at the time. And I was like, okay, but I need this. This is going to be a great investment. And for me, it was just like, yes, there was an accountability aspect to it, um, which for me is like 90% of coaching, to be honest. Um, and like I need that accountability, but at the same time, I wasn't retaining the information. Um, so it was just kind of becoming this additional thing where it was creating this pressure for me to like get this thing done before the next coaching session, but it might not have been what I needed in that moment. Um, because you know, my business was experiencing something completely different. And so I wasn't able to keep my mind on track to what I was doing for the coaching because I'm like, we're working on something that like right now isn't serving what I'm actually like experiencing right in this moment. So what happened was with my coaching, I swear it turned into like business therapy majority of the time. So that's what I feel like I was paying for more than anything because it was just like, I can't really focus. I know you're trying to teach me systems and processes, but like I am having a mental breakdown today and this is what occurred and this is what happened. And like, I can't focus. And so it's like, okay, we're going to talk about that mental breakdown and we're going to talk about that problem that occurred and how we can create a solution. And so we would do that and that's cool. But like I was paying premium for this systems and processes coach that literally was turning into like my, my business therapist. Um, and then I had to be realistic with myself and say, okay, um, I'm really not retaining this information. And as much as I would love to know better systems and processes, um, realistically for what season I'm in, in my life right now, it doesn't fit. So in that, there's a lesson. Know what season you're in. Um, business, life, everything. There are seasons for everything. Um, and so, you know, know what season you're in and the capacity of what you can commit time to and what you can work on. Um, and then as I'm saying that, there's this woman I follow on Instagram and she talks about seasons a lot. As I'm saying that, be mindful of the next season you're supposed to go into because oftentimes you will be called to work on things or to create things or to do things that don't look like the season that you're in. And so that doesn't mean you don't work on it. It doesn't mean that you 
you know, give up on it or you don't see it through, it means like that then is going to be 10 times harder to focus on. Um, So you need to be a lot more intentional with following through because if it is one of those things that is gnawing at you and pinging, ping, 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 and you're like, I hear you, I know this, I should be, and it's incessant, then that is something you are going to have to carve out time and work towards, um, but maybe not have it be your like 100% focus all the time. But it's like every day uh, for two hours, I'm going to work on that thing that's gnawing at me. Or, you know, every Tuesday um, from this time to this time or Tuesdays only, that's what I'm going to focus on. So so that's like my two bits of advice. Hopefully that's not confusing um, is to one, know what season you're in and the capacity of what you can take on and and do and focus on um, as far as educating yourself um, or having that additional like coaching or anything like that because that's going to take up some of your time. And if you're not in the right season and learning the things for 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 you know, what you need in that moment, it might not work and it might not align and it might not retain. And then on the other hand, if you have something that you want to work towards and that, you know, you keep hearing like this needs to exist. I need to create this. I, I need to do that. But yet it doesn't make sense for my life right now. So why do I keep hearing this? And you keep questioning, questioning, questioning it. Then to be honest, if it keeps coming back, it's still it's still meant for you to create and for you to do it. It's just hard to see it because your season right now looks different, and the season ahead is what you need to pre- like. You need to prepare now for that season ahead. I hope this is making sense because these are these are two different things that I'm even talking about. But I went through this myself, and actually, I'm, I'm experiencing it now. So here is my example of this. I feel it gnawing at me like incessantly that I've always believed this, that in my 40s, I'm going to write a book. I'm going to do motivational speaking. I'm going to have workshops and have retreats. Like I see it so clear and I hear it over and over and over again. And it's like, but what, like when and how, and, and how am I going to get there? How do I see this vision? And I know that these things need to exist because I know I want to help other women and I know I want to, you know, do these things, but like, I don't even know how I get there. And you know what? I'll deal with that once I hit 40, because I guess that's going to happen in my 40s. So like, I'll deal with that then, but things keep showing up. Opportunities keep coming forward and things. So it's like, hmm, maybe I should start planting those seeds now. Maybe I should carve out a little bit of time. And there's some days, and beauty behind chaos is one of those things that's the seed for me, that it's like, why am I doing this right now? I don't. I got 50,000 things going on. I don't have time to sit down and record and, and share my thoughts and, and you know, connect with women. And I, I, like, I don't get paid for this. And so that's like the devil talking on your ear, telling you, you're not this season. You're This is not what you're supposed to be doing. You need to work on this over here. Don't work on that. No, 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 no. You need to start carving out that little bits of time and you need to develop and work on those things. Like right now I'm developing, I'm working on those things. I'm building my confidence. I'm figuring out my voice, the way that I want to show up, the things I need to navigate, the women I need to surround myself with, the conversations that need to be had in order to develop me and start planting those seeds for that big, clear vision I see for myself in a year. And because, yo, I'm getting closer to 40. And so 
it's like, no, you're, you're developing right now and you're planting the seeds in order for you to get to that big vision that you see there. So it doesn't mean you wait until that season comes. You're in preparation for that season. In the meantime, while I'm planting these seeds and I'm tilling the soil and I'm developing these different skills and this confidence and, and navigating what that looks like, I got to make a living. I got to, you know, still pursue these other things, which is also the hardest thing for people to do because they feel like, oh, I should be doing – that can wait unless I can do it all in. And it's like, no, you can you can keep working on things and let yourself kind of, um, you know, navigate it organically when there's no pressure. So in the meantime, so that's what I'm doing with Beauty Behind Chaos. And, and so I hope within this I, I show up as authentic and as real in my process because I am literally still doing other things. And developing other businesses and and trying to save another one and and figuring things out but I keep coming to this table to share because I'm like well this is eventually what I want to do full time and eventually what I feel called for but I got to start planting those seeds and develop that so that's that's y'all y'all in this right now with me in in a season of of seeding um while also I'll be sharing you know I'm in a season of completing like I'm in a season of you know, figuring out other pieces and things I've already built and figuring out other pieces I'm still developing um, and, you know, thinking about my future. So so some of the things that I'm doing right now don't look like the season I'm in, um, but then it starts to see, you start to see the preparation and getting you prepared for the season that you're going into. And as far as systems and processes go, y'all, oh my gosh, um, I learned a little bit in that time, but where I said it wasn't my season for, for me to be learning this was because my season realistically is a season of transition and change and systems and processes will probably have to change. And I might be learning some skill set to do that. And I think in some ways I had some takeaways, but I couldn't fully focus because the real, the, the realistic thing is that any system and process that I could even learn and try to implement would probably have to completely be dismantled um, anyways because I'm in transition and I'm still navigating things with my business and our businesses. And so for me, it's like, okay, I'm not in the right season for that. Um, I just need to be in the moment of what I'm kind of experiencing and dealing with and not using this poor um, coach <laughs> that's supposed to teach me systems and processes and not use them as my business therapist right now. I'm like, or you need to just work through this uh, business stuff you're navigating. And, um, and then, you know, there will come a time and place where you'll have the capacity to learn those things. So, so yeah, so I tabled it. It was not my season to learn systems and processes. Um, but it was my season so far to, um, to complete a lot of things that I've been working on and, and get that done and give it my full focus to complete it. And then the systems and processes will come on the new things and new journey that I do. Um, so with that, y'all, I just looked at the time. Oh my gosh, I was just talking for 52 minutes. Um, look at there. I got, I got better at, uh, podcasting. I got better at doing episodes by myself. When I did my last episode by myself, I think the last two I did, 
I was like, I would hit the 20 minute mark. And that for some reason was the, that mark where I'm like, I'm out of things to say. I don't know what else, where to go here. And I would listen back and I would just like kind of cringe and be like, I hope I don't sound like I'm rambling. Um, and I hope that there's nuggets in everything that I share. But certainly I also know that um, what will be here in these episodes will be whatever it is that you take away and need. And I pray and hope that it's always something in some way. Um, whether you're an entrepreneur, a business owner, a leader, a um, professional, any of the things, all of the things that we can be and the hats that we wear, I just hope and pray that these episodes are just an opportunity for you to just take that space for you, um, listen in on someone else's journey and story, and either find it relatable, find it interesting, or find it an opportunity to learn and to grow yourself. So thank y'all for listening and uh, I will catch you guys next time. Bye. Thanks for kicking it with me until the end. If this episode inspired you, share it with a friend because when we learn, we live and we can all use a pick me up. I would love to see if you benefited or enjoyed this episode. Use the hashtag beauty behind chaos podcast. See you next time, beauty.